Uga Buga, Tamanolu, Nanoru, Mamishu, Balali, Baba. This is the ace that runs the place, Ace Andrews. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, Ete General Romero. This is Mali. This is Joey Janela. This is the self made savage cash flow Cambroe. This is MBK Murder by Kicks, Matt Travis. Gentlemen, this is the superhero Monte. This is Maxwell Jacob Feinstein, as if you didn't already know, and I'm better than you. This is the man of steel, Mike Verna. This is the great and powerful Big O. Green Machine, Mike Orlando. This is Ms. New York. This is Nikki Adams. What's up, everybody? This is Wolverine, the Effing Machine, Mr. GMSI himself, Brian Cage. Hello, this is Ricochet. Hey guys, this is Sonia Strong. This is Larry Legend, and you are listening to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. That's right, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, where we critique and chronicle the weird and wacky world of professional wrestling on a weekly basis. I am Avenging Ben. And I'm Whole Milk Mike. Mike, how are you doing tonight, buddy? I'm doing good. How, how about you? How's, your, how's your week been? Smoke weed. Well, no, I haven't been smoking any weed this week. I, I wish I could. I've had some weed this week because it's finals time around my school, but which I could have used. But it By the sucks. way, DJ, how have you been? How's our DJ been? That answers it. That works. I take that as okay. But yes, our DJ that we have, uh, as always, is a DJ, love you long time, our exuberant, our exuberant uh, maestro motherfucker, of music. It, motherfucker, it's DJ Friendship for me. It's <laughs> DJ Friendship. Yeah, he, he, he's never going to grab onto that one. But yeah, Mike, I heard you had a tough day at work today. I did? Yeah, didn't you? Oh, you... yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I didn't think this was actually going to be brought up, but... um. So I'm at work, trying to take a shit, and then in the fucking stall next to me, somebody wants to play music, and I'm just sitting there, and it's like, also it's like one of this like romantic type songs, so I'm thinking, oh god, I'm going to see a foot come under the stall, <laughs> and I'm, I'm like, Jesus, leave me alone, and then I'm like, that's a nice song, he goes, I'm playing a game. <laughs> <laughs> so that was your day. Yeah, how about your day? Uh, besides, besides studying, uh, mine was fine. I went to the prom for the uh, for the gay pride group at my at my school. Oh, nice! Now there was there was <laughs> dancing, there was gay. music, there, were, there was yes, it was gay, it was, and it was awesome. It was awesome. There was like there was like rainbows everywhere and candy, and there was like dancing and like they remember that? Did you? Actually, that song's pretty appropriate. The theme was like fairy tales, and people were dressed like Peter Pan and like Captain Hook and fucking Aladdin and shit. It was fun. That I, was have awesome. I have never heard or witnessed this, so it's a good thing. Ben, you enlightened me every fucking week, I swear. <laughs> no, it was you, a lot of fun. My school, I swear, my... every week you just bring up something that I've never heard of, and I'm like, what is going on in this kid's life? No, my... 
Now, now my school has an awesome uh, gay pride, uh, LGBT like pride group where people come down and they plan events. And they did this awesome like second chance prom thing tonight. And I went for a little bit and they served burgers and music and shit. And it was a lot of fun. Well, what's funny was I didn't have anything to dress up as. So I just wore my bootios shirt. I had my New Day shirt. And sure enough, like five people complimented my New Day shirt and were very curious as to what it was out of all the wrestling shirts i have it's my bootio shirt that starts the most conversations hmm interesting but we speaking of uh speaking of uh wrestling let's get into the nitty-gritty of the world in wwe and how we're not going to be talking about it this week this is where the dj plays the air horn okay that's Anyway, and then why are we gonna talk about Raw and SmackDown this week? Because they fucking sucked. And what was the main reason? They One were brought editing. Editing. The obvious oh. editing of either crowd being muted, something being completely taken out of. It was ridiculous. I couldn't stand both shows. The, both just of some, them. Something felt so off about Raw and SmackDown this weekend because. They were filmed in advance. You could tell nothing of real note was going to happen. And nothing did. Right. So there's really... If we if we dedicate an entire episode to these two things, we would be bored for 90 minutes. So fuck it. No Raw and SmackDown this week. We'll talk about them next week if something interesting happens. So screw it. No Raw and SmackDown this week. Instead, we're going to talk We're gonna talk about something a little different this week. Uh, we're going to do a little segment called... This We'll do this every spring. Hopefully, if we're still going a year from now, we'll do this again. We're going to introduce a brand new segment on the show tonight. See, we got a, a viewer question tonight from uh, Zach Morrissey. He, he's a friend of mine from my college, and he's also the lovely chap who recommended that we that we all look at WCW Bash at the Beach 2000. Zach, I hope you're happy because Ben went on a rant about oh, a, I certain, did. A, a certain individual, and that was because of what you wanted. So and I hope Mike. You're happy. And Mike, where can people find our GAWP throwback episode dedicated to WCW Bash at the Beach 2000? Jesus, Ben. You're a dumb fuck. But where you want to find it is on YouTube.com slash the GAWP show. Exactly. You can, you can find the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on YouTube, and we're going to have a lot more content for you there. We just have a brand new GAWP throwback and an interview conducted by our very own Matt the Daddy Koffler at, at the premiere of DGDX's new movie, A Bird in the Shadow. So go check that out. It was a really good interview. Good for Matt the Daddy. He did a really good job with that interview. Also, keep a lookout on YouTube, too, because the next pay-per-view we're going to be doing for a throwback is ECW Barely Legal. And we, and we may have a special guest along for the ride on that one. We'll certainly see how that pans out. But like we're talking, like we were saying before, we are going to be doing our very own version of WWE Spring Cleaning tonight. Which, if you didn't know, WWE Spring Cleaning is an objectively better pay-per-view name than Great Balls of Fire. You suck. It's <laughs> we laugh because it's true. <laughs> But basically, around this time after WrestleMania, usually a group of people get unfortunately get the pink slip and get that phone call, which nobody wants to get that you've been released slash fired. So, so Mike, and, and Zach wants that. to know who we who we would want to fire. 
Well, Zach, well, Zach, thank you for the question. Keep on listening and keep suggesting stuff in the comments. We're always up for viewer suggestions. So, yes, yeah, so I'm going to bring up the WWE roster list in front of my, on my computer right now. I'm, and I'm as I'm looking, doing I, that, Mike, I, actually, Ben, I'm ahead of you. I'm, I'm, I'm actually looking at it. We're going to start out of Raw. All right. Who do I think? Well, let's go by, let's go, let's do this name by name. And as we should always mention, our uh, our DJ has like actually kind of predicted this shit before. He always kind of does this behind the scenes himself, and he's always ninety percent right with who they drop. It's insane. But let's get into it here. I am going to start with Raw, and I am going to I'm going to go first, and then Michael go with somebody. Let's do at least want to do at least like s like eight each. How about eight? Well, let's go. Let, let's literally like go down the list of like everybody that's there, and like we'll just say fire, keep, or just whatever. All right. I am got, going. I mean, for God's sakes, we have the time, and I, I bet people want to listen. So. Sure. Let's and let's go through this. The first person I think who should be let go is Bo Dallas. Oh. I know. And, and, I know. And, and what's your reason for it? The dude has, I'm reading here, has not appeared in over 30 days. They're never going to team him up with Bray. The dude hit the glass ceiling in NXT. What is even the point of having him anymore? Send that dude to New Japan and he'll be amazing. Like, you send CJ Parker over to New Japan and he becomes Juice Robinson. He becomes awesome. Right. So send Bo Dallas over there and he'll become, he'll become awesome. I guarantee it. All right. Yeah, I agree with you. And honestly, I was thinking of keeping Bo for the uh, like to pair him up for Bray, but it's obvious that's not going to happen. And watch, I this fucking coming week we see Bo dressed up like Bray. So by the by the way, we should make it clear that as we go down this list, if we go down this list, we're not going to say people like Cesaro or. Or Dean Ambrose because you know they're keeping those guys. Oh, I, oh I'm saying I'm, I'm firing Dean Ambrose. Fuck him. So we're gonna stick to mainly like the mid card, mid card and lower, just to sort of keep this logical. Because I'm saying I think Enzo Amore should be fired. Yeah, you think that, but it's not gonna happen. Well, let's think logically here. If we were honestly WWE and we actually had to trim the fat, who would we get rid of? Mike, you go next. Apollo Cruz. Really? I'm I'm saying Apollo because of the wasted potential they've had with him. I forgot six. So the brand split happens and everybody gets excited. Oh, Apollo Cruz is finally gonna get a chance. Nope. Nope. D- done the first three months. He's on SmackDown. Then they move him over to Raw. At this point, just let him go. Let him go back to the Indies. Let him reestablish himself for better. Yet, send them back to NXT. Yeah, let him be, or fuck it, let him be Uha Nation, because that's a more memorable name than Apollo Crews. Right. Let him be Uha Nation. And my next choice is... Was, and right now, for everybody that's listening, we're sticking to the Raw brand for right now. We're going to SmackDown later on. My next choice, and I am not sure where... Oh, by, the, uh, by, by the way, uh, DJ, uh, Apollo Crews, keep or get rid of? Get rid of Bo Dallas. I like that. I like that. Bo Dallas. What about him? 
Yodelahoo. Really? He's keep, he's keep him. All right. Yeah, I, li- I like this. Let's keep going. Next okay. up, this man I know is injured right now, and he is a very talented guy, but right now he is doing literally nothing, and they tried giving him something to do, and it failed. Oh, by the way, let's just mention aloud that our DJ pointed this out. The yodeling sound means that someone should be kept, and the gunshot means they should be let go. Is, there, is, there, is everybody caught the speed up? Is everybody, everybody up, up right now? Everybody up to speed? Oh! Everybody in the back? Everybody okay, good. good? All right. Let's keep this train going. By the way, I, Ben, I know who you're talking about, but say his name. Was he... Uh, was this man ever great? Will he be great again? I don't know, but I don't think he shouldn't be. Em- I don't think he should be employed anymore. Darren Young, go to the unemployment line. DJ, Darren Young, keep or fire? Milk, oh, oh, what you're getting rid of? Oh my God! Okay. okay. I know this one is okay. If he eventually gets fired, there's going to be some controversy about this one because of his current sexuality. But um, honestly, the guy brings nothing to the table. He's just like everybody else on the roster. And don't give, don't let that cloud your judgment as to whether or not he's a valuable asset to the company. Gay is not a reason to keep somebody. Yes, it's always important to have diversity and representation within the. You should right. always have diversity there. I'm, 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 I'm a, we are waving the flag high for that here at General Admission Wrestling Podcast, but the dude has no charisma. They, they need right. better representation than that. I mean, come on. If you're one, if you're one representation of, of homosexuals in WWE is Darren Young, I think you're setting the bar kind of low. Right. I think he could do a little bit better than that, especially. And the gimmick with Bob Backlund is garbage. So, Darren, unemployment line. Mike, you next. Um, my next pick that I would, I would think would be released is Kalisto. Ooh, I was thinking him too, man. DJ Kalisto, drop him for oh. keep. Oh, he really? thinks we should keep him. Mike, why it's, do you think we should get rid of him? It's kind of the same reason for Apollo because of the brand split, but also that one promo, he can't rebound back from that. He honestly can't. And now he, dress up, he dresses up like he's fucking a relic every week. He fucking gets killed by Braun with one goddamn arm. Isn't, yeah. relic, isn't relic killer spelled backwards? Shut up, Ben. It's basically... <laughs> Like, I don't know. Send him back. Like set, release him. Let him go back to PWG as Samurai Del Sol. That way he could reestablish himself with the fans. Wait, 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 Selena Del Sol. Samurai. Samurai Del Sol. Yeah, that's his name on the Indies. What? what the, was, okay. Look, look him up. Look him up. He was he was really popular. I've actually never heard of him before he came to WWE. Oh my God, his name was Samurai Del Sol. Oh my God. Yeah, and look he was what actually, w- he he was really good. Wow, look what WWE has done to him. Yep, good uh, good lucha thing, right? Right. That no 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 a bad lucha thing. <laughs> have you heard? Have you heard 
his new entrance theme, the fucking state of that song, man. Even it's like they want to bury him. They want to bury him. It's like it starts off with this, and then it goes like lucha, 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 lucha. It, it's it's. I'm like, what the. When I first heard him come out to that song, I legit thought they'd played the wrong theme. I thought it was TJ Perkins. I did think it was TJ Perkins for a second. But um, I think I understand the DJ's logic here. Just, I think he wants him to be put with the cruiserweights instead of keep, he keep, he keeps getting put with the heavyweights. Maybe, but I, he's damaged goods at this point. He's honestly damaged as fuck. My next pick, speaking of damaged goods and somebody who they should corpse immediately, this is kind of a cheat because they're part of the cruiserweight division, but the cruiserweight division is on Raw, so I'd like to think it counts. I am going to go with a man who has only appeared twice on Monday Night Raw's cruiserweight division, botched a bunch of times, and has never been seen since, and he is a waste of space. I am going with, sadly, Grand Metalik. <laughs> DJ, keep or fire? You're Damn it. Well, this is the DJ's opinion. I think I understand it because, honest to God, you said it. He, he's only appeared twice. So he's. I don't even consider him, like, fireable. Because WWE, has, WWE hasn't even used him. He's been on main event. Wait, is that still on? I thought they canceled that. When I was at Raw, uh, like a few months back, they did ma- uh, main event tapings. Really? Wow, that is surprising. They, st- I, they, honest st- they God, still do that. I honest to God that thought, honest to God thought they'd gotten rid of that show. Oh, well, what are you... Okay, what's your next pick? Um, I'm going to go on the female side with this. And no, I'm not going to say Paige, because that's not the right thing to do in her current situation. I'm going to say somebody that hasn't even shown up on WWE programming for over a year. Summer Rae. I was going to say Summer Rae. DJ? So, Summer Rae. Oh, okay. We're not even going to do the drum roll. Fire. Fired. Okay. Oh, my God. An emphatic statement and, from and you DJ. Want a reason? There it was. <laughs> Hasn't been on TV since WrestleMania 32. Mm, the Raw wow. after WrestleMania 32. Wow. Wow. Yeah. And apparently it was for injury, but now she's like doing her own modeling thing. And I'll get to that fucking redhead on that's on the SmackDown brand when we get to her. Well, she's le- honestly we she's leaving anyway. Yeah, but still. We'll yeah. get to that when we get to it. And my final pick... So you know what? Fuck it. Eva Marie, keep her fire, DJ. Would, would, would... Okay, okay. Clear statement. Uh, one more pick for Raw. My final pick for Monday Night Raw. Oh, Raw, Raw, Titus O'Neil. Really? After DJ. All... Well, wait, let me, let me make a case for him first. With all the charity work he does and with him getting so much publicity for it. Also, he's father of the goddamn year. What does he do? Right? Outside of- okay, wrestling, he sucks. But I'm actually looking forward to him being a manager type because he could talk. But, <sighs> but DJ, keep her fire. Try to 
See? He agrees with you. I think it's the same reasons, right, DJ? Like, he doesn't have to wrestle. He just has to be a spokesperson. Fair enough. That makes sense. And now, But, yeah, I kind of agree with you, actually. That makes sense. By the way, because I'm looking at this name on the fucking cruiserweight list. Ho-Ho Loon. You know what? Fuck it. Swap it out. You know what? My mistake. Swap out Grand Mental Eek in my case with Ho-Ho Loon. That makes way more sense. Fire ho-ho. Fire, fire ho-ho. Ho-ho, you're gone, gone. I'm sorry, go-go. Ho-ho, go-go. So let's go. Yeah. Let's, let's go respect that. Yeah, by, the way, we'll... by the way, would you keep Bob back on? Yes, I would. I would. He, 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 would serve a, he would serve a use in a company. It would be a shame to get rid of Bob Backlund. On screen, like a off, off, sc- off screen, off screen. Put him help, put him down and help the people train in developmental. Mm. Next up, the SmackDown brand, and we have someone right at the top. Honestly, I'm going to make a case for actually keeping this guy because I like what they're doing with him. I'm going to make a case for keeping Aiden English. Mm. And what's the case? Because besides, think- bes- besides the fact that he's married to a Guerrero. Well, yeah, that that immediately gets to like a, a, a permanent state in WWE. But I am going to go with the reason that his character right now he's he, he's a jobber, and SmackDown needs a jobber. Right. I'm saying like I'm not saying his role is shining, but they they should keep him for that purpose. DJ, what do you think? Keep or fire? Eat in English. Well, apparently our DJ wants to fuck Aiden English. <laughs> really, I didn't know that. Really, DJ, I didn't know that hairy chests and slick back comb-overs did it for you. I didn't know famous skin attracts you. Okay. Well, that's the case for Aiden English. And Mike, who is your first pick to drop from the SmackDown roster? Eric Rowan. Ooh, Really? Honestly, if they're not going to put him and Harper back together and they're going to push him as a singles, no. No. Eric Rowan has the personality of dog shit. <laughs> the only thing to his character is that goddamn mask, and he's not with Brand anymore, so technically he should not have the mask. And it, I'm telling you right now, if he gets fired, he's going to TNA, and he's becoming that goddamn world champion. <laughs> Oh my god. So he would come out as like he would come out as like any evil sheep herder. He would come out just as an evil sheep herder. Right. So DJ, Eric Rohn, keep or fire? You agree? Yeah. Yep. All right. My next pick, astoundingly. After the last two weeks, if you had asked me this like uh, a month ago, I would have said Fandango. But after the past few weeks, I'm I'm more liable to keep him. Okay, so DJ, would you would you keep or fire Fandango? Oh. Oh. Really? 
I don't. Wow, that's surprising. I actually think him and Tyler Breeze have been doing some really good shit. All right, Mike. But what's your next choice from the SmackDown? Uh, I'm I'm gonna go with a tag team here. I'm gonna say both members of the Ascension. Yeah. Because honest to God, when when they come out and the announcers tell us that they're the greatest NXT tag team champions, I want to piss myself laughing. Because the 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 Ascension that we have now not is nothing compared to what they used to be. So DJ. Connor and Victor of the Ascension. Keep or fire? I think that says it all. Oh, Jesus. My next pick is a man I have been quite vocal about. Say it. Every time this man appears on screen, I can feel the precious minutes of life that I have on this earth being wasted and dwindling away. And every time I see him, a tiny little bit of my brain just decays. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. uh, I was about to call it DJ Mojo. DJ Mojo Raleigh. Fuck it right in the pussy. I will fuck I will fuck you. Prepare to be astonished. I will reach through that recording booth, pull you out and throw you out the Ben 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 that's ben, right. Let me, let, let me make a case for Mojo. Yes. All right. I love to hear this. Regale me with this bullshit. Okay. That's right. To you, he's annoying, right? Yes. But do you know he, who he appeals to? The kids. <laughs> that's the that's the WWE kids, demographic. Kids also, who, also, kids who've been when, dropped on their heads. Okay. As a singles. It's not believable. But when he was in a tag team with Zack Ryder, they were the most over team on SmackDown. One of the top ones, along with Alpha and also, I think, the Usos when the draft happened. So I keep Mojo for that. Also, right now, they're giving him a push. Why would you fire him after you just give him a WrestleMania moment? And he was on ESPN with Gronkowski. That makes sense. Then See, I just, I caught Ben. I caught Ben in a little lie because, like, two seconds earlier, he goes, "Oh, let's let's decide people who are logical." That's yeah. right. Mojo Raleigh is illogical. To be honest, I would say gender fired. I would say gender be fired. But look at what they're doing with him now. Yeah. Don't hinder gender. I know. He, he's the Maharaja. Oh my God! We already said uh, Eva Marie. Um. Oh, I'd like to... Uh, okay, wait. I'm sorry to go twice, but what do you think about Sin Cara? Ooh. I, I, was, I was actually... I they, honest to God, need to get rid of this. The Sin Cara project is a failure. Yeah. When did he debut? 2012? 2011, I think. Actually, let me double check this. His name is right here. I can just click it. Let me double check. So around six to five to six oh, years. Oh no! He's been on the oh roster. no! 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 Oh my! Oh my God! He debuted. <laughs> let's see right here. He debuted 
in 2011. And how many SIM cards have we had now? Two? Oh, we have had, we've had like two SIM cards, and they've both been shit. And this one, the SIM card we have now on Tuesdays is dressed up like the Avatar. Yeah, I yeah. honestly got, I thought that was body paint he was wearing for a second. I thought it was body paint. Okay, Triple H is a genius for what he's done with NXT, but when it comes to this, this is his most failed project ever. Do you remember and when they first brought him in? They had big plans for that guy. Remember when they hyped him up as the next Rey Mysterio? Yeah, look where that fuck went. And then he debuted and then botched his way to fucking breaking a pinky. And he botched his way to obscurity. Oh my god! And I, 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 actually, I actually, I actually was happy when Del Rio was being the fuck out of him. Yeah. Oh my god. I think um, so. I think I think that just about does it. Do you have anybody else? I'll throw this name out there, Tamina. Yeah, get rid of her. DJ, what do you think? Fire or keep? Tamina Snooker. You're okay. Really? Okay, I, I, guess. I, I guess. I guess like with like I guess with her father being deceased now, they feel sorry for her, so they're keeping her for that. What about oh oh shit, what about um final one? I think it's the most obvious one. James Ellsworth, do you keep him for another year? Yes. Keep or fire? Keep or fire? I say keep. Here's why. Hold on, DJ. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I want to state my case. I want to state my case. Here's why. Here's why I think you should keep him. You need, you need a comedy foil. You need a little douchebag. You need somebody who can get jobbed out to a really big guy to make him look good. You need somebody to be the butt of the joke. Okay, but he's not even wrestling anymore. He's a manager. Yeah. And he, does, and, and he does nothing either. He just stands out there with his no chin and just looks at the camera. I guess. Listen, I say he could still serve a purpose, but I don't He know. hasn't done anything physical since the goddamn rumble. This is fair. So tell you what, I say keep, you say get rid of. DJ, take us home. Keeper fire, James Ellsworth. Hey, what happened? You're late. Oh, he agrees. Mm. Very, very good. So, I... <laughs> you there? Keeping this. We're keeping this. That's right. <laughs> you think we're editing this shit? No, we're not. <laughs> While Ben figures out what the fuck is happening on his end. What happened? What happened? <laughs> your, your, your mic your cut mic off. <laughs> Hang on, let me retest this shit. You gotta be, hang on. Am I back? Is this good? Yeah, we hear you. What the fuck happened? All, all I know is we're keeping that. <laughs> Wait, what exactly? Sum it up. What happened to me? So basically, he, you were saying, oh, he agreed, and then it just... <laughs>
Okay, that is actually fucking hilarious. All right, well, yeah, we're, you, you're insane if you think we're getting rid of that. That is comedy gold. You can't plan shit like that. Oh, my God. We've had fuck-ups, but that might have been the funniest fuck-up we've had. Oh, yeah, that goes beyond being a fuck-up. That was comedy gold right there. All right. Oh, my God. So that does it for this first WWE spring cleaning. Will we do this again next year? I don't fucking know, but Maybe. we'll certainly see. Maybe. So we, so we are going to take a quick commercial break, and then we're going to do a big-ass indie news uh, wrap-up when we get back. So we will be right back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. DJ, take us into the commercials. We interrupt this program to bring you a special report. Giggity, giggity. Giggity, goo. Stick around. Fuck you, Baltimore! If you're dumb enough to buy a new car this weekend, you're a big enough schmuck to come to Big Bill Hell's car! Bad deal! Cars that break down! Feed! If you think you're gonna find a bargain at Big Bill, you can kiss my ass! It's our belief that you're such a stupid motherfucker! You'll fall for this bullshit! Guaranteed! If you find a better deal, shove it up your ugly ass! You heard us right! Shove it up your ugly ass! Bring your tray! Bring your tie! Bring your wife! We'll fuck her! That's right, we'll fuck your wife! Because at Big Bill Hell, you're fucked six ways from Sunday! Take a hike to Big Bill Hell! Home of Challenge pissing. That's right, challenge pissing. How does it work? If you can piss six feet in the air straight up and not get wet, you get no down payment. Don't wait. Don't delay. Don't fuck with us or we'll rip your nuts off. Only at Big Bill Hell. The only dealer that tells you to fuck off. Hurry up, asshole. This event ends the minute after you write us a check. And it better not bounce or you're a dead motherfucker. Go to hell. Big Bill Hell's car. Baltimore's filthiest. And exclusive home of the meanest sons of bitches in the state of Maryland. Guaranteed. This is the Ryback, and I'm back from selling protein powder and shit in France. When I was flying back from that place full of the croissants uh, and shit, I always listened to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, which if you don't know, I helped invent. That's right, Whole Milk Mike's a fucking liar. I invented that shit. And if you want to follow the General Admission Wrestling Podcast, which why wouldn't you because you're not a dumb fuck like me, you should go to the General Admission Wrestling Podcast on Facebook. Type it like it's spelled, you dumb ninny. It's the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. And you can. And if you're also one of those dumb fucks that like spelling in less than 140 characters and using pictures, you can go to Twitter and Instagram at the General at the G A W P Show. Sorry, I must have had too much fucking protein powder. I'm off my ass right now. But once again, for those in the back row and are fucking deaf, you can follow them at the G-A-W-P show on Twitter and Instagram. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got to go appear on some more podcasts and lie about my sad, pathetic fucking life. This is the Ryback. Feed me more. And we are back with more of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast. We're now back. How about those commercials, huh? I can't believe we got Ryback to do it. I can't believe we got Ryback to do a commercial for us. Yeah, and he called all the listeners dumb minis. Yeah, that Ryback, he's, he's such a character. 
And I need Forget- to talk to you later about that fucking Baltimore ad. I need to talk to you about that one. But it was fu- oh come on, that shit is hilarious. We'll talk about it after the recording. Okay. Just watch everybody. I'm about to get an ass open. Uh, let's get into NXT. All right, uh, NXT, or as I like to call it, holy shit, it's actually good again. Yay. Remember, like, that whole year where it was, like, objectively dog shit? And, and the only reason was because of the draft and, like, of the amount of call-ups they did. Which hurt NXT so bad. Yeah, but that was dark times for NXT. But this week was actually a really, really great episode. So let's get into the really good shit. First of all, I have to say, um, I think I'm developing a brand new women women's wrestling. I think I'm developing a sorry that was a pop up ad from the site, but I think I'm developing a brand new female wrestler crush. Let me guess, is it Ruby Riot? No. Nikki Cross. It's uh, it's it, yeah, it's Nikki. It's Nikki Cross. Oh. I think I honestly I don't know what it is. I actually think she's really I think she's really sexy. She's like Daphne 2.0. Little bit, yeah. She did this weird promo on NXT where first they interview Ruby Riot and they do the right. customer interview. It was a great interview, actually. Talks about all our tattoos mean something and like something. I gave up high school graduations, proms, family weddings just to pursue my dream. And I'm I'm gonna validate every decision I've ever made by winning that championship. And I thought, wow, that's a really good promo. Is it straight edge? I ask this again until I get an answer. Is she straight edge? I think so. Because that's something a straight-edge person would do, so carry on. I don't know anymore about that. But what's funny about this is, like, then Nikki Cross comes out, who's just, she refuses to be pinned with a mic, like, to be clip-miked, and then she she starts hitting the boom mic like a cat playing with yarn, and then she starts saying, Ruby, where's Ruby? Where's Asuka? And she just and she just gets really uncomfortably close to the camera, and I'm like, okay, you are all kinds of scary, sexy. It's weird. Mm. Now yeah. I got a question for you. Do you think she needs to tone it down a little bit, or do you think this is like the right amount of? Craziness? Oh, this is exactly the right amount. It's been a while since we've had anybody on NXT that has this much personality. I mean, you have Billy Kay and Peyton Royce, but their personality goes as far as screaming. Right. I want to say maybe Nikki, like, it's it's good that Nikki's finally toning it down because when like, them and when her and Sandy debuted, every fucking match they were in ended in a DQ. Like, can you guys like win or lose a goddamn match already? Like, I or clean or just like. Well, they did was, win a match. Was, Don't you remember at NXT Orlando? They won that fatal. They won that eight man mixed. I'm tag. talking about. I'm talking about like when they first showed up. Oh yeah. Back, back in August. Yeah, they've come. Is it really almost been a year already? Oh my god! The first vignette was uh, uh, Brooklyn last year. Oh yeah, I was there for that. No, seriously, we're all in the crowd. That weird vignette. And honestly, I thought it was for Tommy End, but it was for that. For this. Speaking of speaking of Tommy End, he's actually the first match on NXT we're talking about. My boy, uh, Tommy Black. End. Tommy End, aka now known as Alistair Black, went up against a jobber known as Caesar Bononi. And he defeated him soundly and swiftly with a gigantic fucking leaping knee to the face and then hit him with a knockout New Japan-style kick. Awesome. First of all, how fucking awesome is that spinning kick he does? Better question. How fucking awesome is Tommy End? Oh, my God. He's 
fucking amazing. First off, his entrance music is so fucking metal, man. And his entrance is even better. I know. He does the fucking Nosferatu thing where he sits up, like, from the coffin. Like, right now, like, he has one of, like, he's one of, like, the few people that have, like, the best entrance in WWE right now. Like, he, that goes alongside Finn Balor, Bobby Roode, Shinsuke Nakamura. Um, AJ Styles, I would say. I'll throw, I'll throw him, him in there as well. Yep. But I'll, I'll only throw AJ in there for the crowd reaction, but, like, everything, everybody else, it's, like, the song or the edge, but for black, like once he comes out, he gets he, like, you immediately draw your attention to him. Like, there's no turning away from him, absolutely. So, yeah, but Alistair Black is one to watch. And I've been watching, I've been watching a lot of progress wrestling lately, so I know I'm becoming very intimately familiar with Tommy End and a lot of these guys they're bringing in. So, yeah, like Tommy End, Alistair Black, one to watch. He He's awesome. And next up on the show was the team of DIY taking on Riddick Moss and Tino Sabatelli. This was a basic tag team jobber match, but it made DIY look really good. And after the match, it was announced from William Regal that at NXT TakeOver Chicago, it is going to be DIY versus the Authors of Pain in a tag team ladder match. Oh, for the, oh, Jesus, the ladder match? You didn't know this? I knew they were having the match. I didn't know it was a ladder match. Oh, yeah, it's going to be a ladder. Authors of Pain are going to have to climb ladders. Razor, climb the ladder. Achim, Razor, climb the damn ladders. They have to reinforce those ladders for the love of God. Oh, yeah, that, they're, they're going to totally have to do that. I, I, hope guess they... I, I, I guess I understand the stipulation because I guess in the last two matches that these teams have interacted with, it's been AOP advantage, so I guess it's DIY advantage for this match. I suppose so, but we'll definitely have to sense. see where that goes at this point. But then that's one thing to put a pin in at this time. It was also announced that it's going to be Pete Dunne versus Tyler Bate for the WWE UK Championship at NXT, which I am looking forward to that. That is awesome. It's, it's going to be on the takeover show, right? Not going to yeah. be like taped before. No, it's going to be on the. Ta- it's going to be live at the takeover show, and they're going to be given a championship length match. That's awesome. Cannot wait for that. But up next is the uh, is the um, piece de resistance of this uh, NXT episode, and the main reason we want to talk about tonight. Now, there was a number one contenders match between Hideo Itami and Roderick Strong. And, this and, match. and and what do these two have in common? We bashed the ever, ever living shit out of them. And the after wa- and after watching this match, we may have to put that to an end. We're always making fun of Hideo Tommy. He's always getting injured. He's Hideo 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 always gets hid injured. We always make that joke. But you know what? And then, and then if, when we make fun of Roderick Strong, it always throws out. Yeah. Strong and, or I'm Roderick Strong, the most tubular dude in NXT. <laughs> I always do that shit. After this match, I have to say, if you, like me, had any doubts that Hideo Itami still had it, even after all those injuries, you put those fears to rest. He was on fucking fire in this match. Honestly, after, like, this is the match that finally proved why these two are in NXT. Oh you my just, god. You just let these two have a wrestling match. You don't put stupid gimmicks on them. You don't you don't let um 
forget all the injuries, forget all the pat, all the stuff with Roderick Strong from his like early years, and you remember the the video packages that hyped him up, and you go t- into this match thinking, this is what the new NXT is all about. Indeed. New chances and, and new opportunities. And I was so happy to see a dueling chant. Let's go, Roddy. Let's go, Hideo. It shows that the people still love Hideo Itami, and, they, and they're really getting behind Roderick Strong. This match was so fucking good. If you have the WWE Network, Go watch this match right now because it was awesome. Was there any spots uh, that stood out to you during this match? There was this bit where, like, like I think, like, Atami hit this falcon arrow from the middle rope, and it only got him, like, a two count. And, like, Strong was busting out, like, they were busting out backbreakers and clotheslines. There was this bit where they just nailed each other with clotheslines and they took each other out, and that was so sick. They were hitting each other with kicks and elbows. Like that, like they're stiff as bowling balls, man. They were. They is, it were safe to say, is it safe to say they worked a Ring of Honor New Japan type match? Indeed, they did, and it showed these two in a, in a WWE format. Absolutely, and eventually, and here's where we get into spoilers. If you don't want the match spoiled for you, uh, I don't know. Cut ahead about ooh, five minutes into the podcast. So, everybody gone. Okay, All right, good. let's get this. Uh, Hideo Itami wins with the go to sleep, which I am still amazed they are even letting him use. I'm surprised they're still calling it to go to sleep and they didn't rename it. Did you see the amazing shade he was casting on Twitter? This was amazing. What, uh, what did he say exactly? In Chicago, since he's going on, this was the number one contender. Oh, so my. Oh, he's going to face. Oh, no. Oh, he's going to face Bobby Roode in Chicago. And he says, in Chicago, I am going to hit my GTS. Oh, Oh, shit. So, so, so you know what that means. He's getting booed. He hits that move in Chicago. I am so worried about what's going to happen. A baby is going to be thrown at his goddamn head. A baby? Yeah, that's where that shit goes to Dale. A baby goes in your head. <laughs> that's where that shit goes, motherfucker. Stay out, of Wrigley. Stay out of Wrigley Field, you schmuck. Go Cubs. Go Cubs. <laughs> <laughs> No, they throw a baby with a Go Cubs, with a Go Cubs little onesie. <laughs> oh my God! How so are... Deo, so Deo Tommy wins, and were you surprised that they actually gave Hideo the win after the promo packages that they gave Roddy? Uh, no, I'm actually kind of. I think it was a good misdirection because it shows that Hideo they want to give him. I think that honestly. I definitely think they're definitely still behind Hideo Itami because after this match, why wouldn't you be? But, like, I, I think they want to see how he tests in a main event match because I'm honest to God thinking this is his last chance. I don't think he's going to win, but I definitely think this is right. to say, hey, let's see if you can go. Ha-. But sometimes having a good showing in a championship match is just as important as a win. If he can take Bobby Roode, Bobby Roode to a four-star, four, three-and-a-half, four-star match, and that shows that he can carry a main event-style match, I think they'll get behind him for a better push. Because, like, Hideo Itami, he still has it, but I would have him wrestle a little safer. Put him against guys that he can trust. I think that the reason I, I'm less scared when he's facing... Because whenever Hideo Itami wrestles now, I'm really scared. Because whenever that dude... Because one wrong move and it's fucked. He's going, back, he, on the, three he's going strikes. back in the performance center training again. 
I know, but it's just like I'm thinking I'm always confident when he's in the ring with dudes like Roderick Strong, Bobby Roode, Finn Balor, dudes that really know that aren't green. Like they put him up against like Moss Riddick and he gets dropped on his head and I'm like, oh, fuck. So stop putting him against dudes who are green as a sheet and put him up against dudes who are actually good and it'll be fine. But my thing is, if he has a good showing against Bobby Roode, I think they'll really get behind him because the sad story of Hideo Itami is he got brought up in late 2014 along with Finn Balor, Kevin Owens. And, and, like, and the thing is, Kevin Owens, main roster, several championships. Finn Balor, main roster. Injured, but he had the Universal Championship. Hideo Itami, three years later, he's still there. Which is Shin- sad. Shin- Which is Shin- sad, because Hideo was the first one out of the three to make his NXT debut. He was, and if anything, he was the one who got the most momentum behind him to start. So I'm hoping... The dude and- had a WrestleMania moment before those two even did. I know, and they built that up like crazy. They they gave him a promo package for that shit. But I'm, and Shinsuke Nakamura... They, they, they he- dedicated an an whole NXT show based on Hideo Itami. Yeah, and I like Hideo Itami just fine, and I really want to see the dude succeed. And after this match, I really want him to. But the final thing to talk about is after this match went off the air, um, when uh, uh, Roderick Strong was in the middle of the ring, he got jumped by Sanity. Which means Eric Young, Killian Dane, and Alexander Wolf. Yep, so that pretty much means that uh, NXT Chicago it is going to be um, it's going to be uh, Roderick Strong going one-on-one with Eric Young, which I am very excited for because Eric Young always puts on a great match. So I'm looking forward to that. Right, and if you're probably wondering why would that match happen, Roddy helped Ty during the whole bullshit with Ty and Sanity. So I am looking forward to it. Basically, right. Sanity is doing their best to pressure Braun, saying, "I'm not finished with you yet." Yep. So now, oh, where is Cassius Ono? Oh, where yeah. Where is Chris Hero? Where is he? He hasn't been on NXT since, like, it, like the whole new NXT. I kind of, I am really in the dark with you on this one because, like, Aleister Black has appeared a bunch. Roderick Strong has appeared a bunch. Uh, Ruby Riot's appeared a bunch. Uh, Cassius Ono, nowhere to be found. Unless, unless they're saving him for something special, like maybe, I don't know... A feud with Black. Tommy N versus Chris here with NXT. Is that what they're going to go to? I don't know. I don't know at this point what their plan is for Cassius Ono. I think that they're really put off by his body type. I think that's the... Because his ring gear is hideous. Honestly, yeah. But you know what? I really wouldn't put too much emphasis on the ring gear. I think they're just waiting for something. Like, they're waiting for an idea to do with him because honestly they just brought him in because they needed another veteran in there and he said he was willing to help the younger guys which is all good and dandy but also he's one of the top guys in NXT yeah, he when, is when, when you think of the top guys it's Rude uh, McIntyre Black Hero Roddy Hideo Eric Young like those types of guys do you think that he's going to put him in a tag team Ooh, you know who? You know we do. We did come up with an idea for a tag team. Put Cassius Ono together with No Way Jose, and it could be Oh No Way or No Way or Oh No Way Jose. Cassius Jose, Team Oh No Way. <laughs> team Oh No Way. That would be great. You could do a sick remix of their songs. You could put them together. Oh no! Oh way Jose. 
No way. Jose, you can put those together. That'd be great. You know what's a real fantasy book in right now? Bringing JT Dunn in as Hero's partner. Oh. They could play it off like he's like his little brother. That could be sweet. But but remember, Chris Hero has that dumb first name Cassius, so when are they going to call JT Dunn? Something oh no. <laughs> Yeah, it's like oh, the funny thing. No. They're bringing a lot of dudes in from Progress Wrestling, man. Have you not watched Progress Wrestling yet? I've seen a few things of it, but not like a whole bunch. Tell you what, we're gonna end the show tonight by doing ROH predictions for War of the Worlds. But give me like just a one or two minutes just to sell you on Progress because it's something you'd really enjoy. Oh, okay. The best way I can describe Progress Wrestling to you is imagine a wrestling show directed by the guy who did Shaun of the Dead. Okay. The funny thing about Progress is it is it is unapologetically punk rock British. It is awesome. Right, right. It is unapologetically British. It is amazing. Tell you what, and, I am and, actually... And, and, and what makes it stand out from everybody else? Tell you what, um, can we pause for just one second? My roommate needs to talk to me real quick about something. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Just a sec. Yeah, that's the crazy thing about progress. That's sorry about that. We got interrupted. Sorry about that, that. But like the thing about progress that makes it so great is the fans are some of the craziest and the most involved in a wrestling show you will ever see. The chance that these guys come up with is insane. They do this thing for Jimmy Havoc, who is one of the reasons to watch this promotion. They chant. Have you heard of Jimmy Havoc? Yes, I have. Because Jimmy Havoc is. I'll, awesome. I'll say this because of you and Pete Corvus. Okay, thank you, Pete Corvus. But the funny thing is, they do this chant where they literally scream at him. I'm not joking here. Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're a cunt. Wow. Jimmy, you're a cunt. Jimmy, Jimmy, you're a cunt. I'm not kidding. They scream that at him. And is they, he and a they, heel or is he? <laughs> oh, he is a fucking heel, man. Jimmy Havoc. Okay, because if he's do you know what he tried to do? Jimmy Havoc tried to once murder uh, Will Osprey Reservoir Dog style. The fuck are you talking about Reservoir style? Reservoir Dog style. Do you remember that scene in Reservoir Dogs where? Uh, where uh, Michael Madsen's character the ties the cop to a chair and he cuts off his ear while playing the song Stuck in the Middle with You. Oh, Jesus Christ. He ties, he has the sword, he has the, he has London riots tie Will Ospreay to a chair and gag his mouth with tape. And over the intercom, they start playing Stuck in the Middle with You. And he threatens to cut off Will Ospreay's ear in front of everybody. It's fucking amazing. Oh, so the so basically, they took a scene from a movie, and used oh yeah, it for wrestling. Yeah, and like also, Progress has some amazing matches. They have Will Ospreay, Zack Saber Jr., Marty Scurll, Jimmy Havoc, Rampage Brown, Big Demo, Alice Tommy, and they even start bringing in American guys. They have Tommaso Ciampa. They have uh, Roderick Strong in there. That even Fergal Devitt shows up once or twice, who you may know as Finn Balor. Yeah, I know. And here's the thing that's really going to sell you on progress. They come up with the most batshit and cr crazy names for their pay-per-views. I shit you not. Here's what they decided to call... Great Balls of Fire? No, no, no. Their names are better than that. Here's the title of their show, Chapter 18. Chapter 18. 
The show we can't call Progressalmania for legal reasons. No, I'm serious. That's the name. Are you fucking kidding? No, the name is it's the show is not called Progressalmania. It is called Chapter 18. The show we can't call Progressalmania for legal reasons. This is real. This is a real thing that they decided to call their show. And that's just the tip of the fucking iceberg. I'm not even kidding you. There's just... more? Oh, there is more. Oh, fuck yes, there is more. Listen to some of these ridiculous batshit bonkers names they've come up with for this shit. I... Oh my god, this is just the tip of the iceberg. Fifty Shades of Pain. For those about to fight, we salute you. Uh, the Big Boy's Guide to Strong Style. To fight more, you must become more. We're gonna need a bigger room. Thunder bastard, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they aren't out to get you. Very, very, very breaky, 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 bishy, bishy. Thunder bastard 2, beyond thunder bastard. We don't like. There's a know, thunder bastard 1? Yeah, thunder bastard and then thunder bastard beyond thunder bastard. There's an important distinction to be made there. And then, you know, we don't like to use the sit down gun. What a time to be alive. And uh, ch uh, chapter 25, chat shit get banged. The lost Jesus art of Christ. suffering. And chapter 28, let me, please, 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 let me get what I want. Hang on, and here's something, oh god, here's something fucking amazing. Oh, uh, chapter 38, where men throw men at men. <laughs> and then. Fucking, are you fucking kidding me? I am not. And then chapter 43, Tropic Thunder Bastard. Okay. Chapter 44, Old Man wait, wait, Yells... Wait, wait, wait. Before you... Okay, I get the point. I get the point. No, the I'm last just... one. No, hang on. Chapter 44, Old Man Yells at Cloud. And finally, chapter 46, I like to chill out here and shoot some dinosaurs. Those are just the tipping point of the ridiculous names that these guys come up with for their shows. And to top it all off, they encourage their fans to get pissed drunk every show since they're on Sundays. And then they do this thing where the owner of the oh, company... Oh, so Hog. Yeah. And then... Oh, yeah. Well, <laughs> these guys give the Hog fans a run for their money in terms of getting piss-ass drunk. And then these guys, the runner of the whole organization, Jim Smallman, gets up in front of everybody... And says, right. we only have one rule here, Progress Wrestling. You can get as pissed drunk as you want. You can chant what you want. You can do what you want. But we have one important rule. Don't be a dick. <laughs> oh. <laughs> have, I, have, I, have I sold you on this yet? You sold me. Okay, fantastic. Now let's bring it on home. I will lend you my Pivot Share account later so you can start watching some progress. But tell you what, let's bring this episode home with some Ring of Honor New Japan Pro Wrestling predictions. For those not in the know, ROH New Japan Pro Wrestling are doing their four-night big-ass event that runs every May, War of the Worlds, where they team up the, where they team up together to put on some shows. And uh, coming surprise, up this Surprise, motherfucker! Friday, yeah, surprise, motherfucker, indeed. And coming up this Friday, they are going to be doing night three of the show, and that's going to be, I believe, at the Hammerstein Ballroom, if I'm correct, or am I wrong on that? Uh, you're correct, and unfortunately, we are not going to be there. 
Sadly, no, we couldn't get tickets, and it's a busy month for all of us. So let's, but we will be watching via pay per view. Some of us will be. You can get it on Fight TV. So let's get into it. The first match on the card is going to be a four way match between Bobby Fish, Dalton Castle, Kushida, and Silas Young. Mike, who do you got and why? Bobby Fish, Dalton Castle, Kushida, or Silas Young? Um, I say, considering that they're pushing him in the main event scene and they keep telling us that he's going to be a, a next world champion. I'm going to go with uh, Dalton on this. I am also, and I am going to go with uh, Bobby Fish because he's on his way out of the company. I think they want to give him maybe a little win on his way out. Mm. Next up, I am going to go, and up next, I am going to go with, it's going to be Frankie Kazarian going one-on-one with Hangman Adam Page. I'm going with uh, Frankie Kazarian. I'm going to go with uh, Hangman, Hangman Page on this one. All right, up next is a three-way tag team match. Is going to be, and I'm going to try my best to get this name right. Here we go. <laughs> it is Evil and Sonata, Los Ingernables de Japón versus Search and Destroy, Chris Saban and Jonathan Gresham with Alex Shelley versus War Machine, Warbeard Hansen and Raymond Rowe. Um, the Japan group, uh, Evil and Sonata. Los, Los Ingonables de Japan, and yeah, I'm going to go with them too, since I just yeah, love them. Yeah, what camp. you said. I'm going to go with them. And up next, it's uh, Jay White going one-on-one with the aerial assassin Will Ospreay. Uh, Ospreay. Yeah, I'm going to go with Ospreay too, just easy my boy. Man. Will Ospreay, man. How fucking good is he? It's, an under, it's, it's just redundant to say how good Will Ospreay is at this point, but he's really fucking good. There was a time when I couldn't stand him, but now it's like... I understand it now. He's so good. And up next, oh, I know you're a big fan of this stable. Up next, it's going to be Bully Ray and his sons, the Briscoes, going one-on-one with Taya, Brent Beretta, Hiroki, Hiroki Goto, and Rocky Romero. Okay, I'm going to say this once, um, and nobody ever asked me again. Bully Ray and Ring of Honor is the most stupid thing I've ever seen in my life. It's fine if you want to get people to go to the shows, but the fact that they have the Briscoes acting like little pussies and being all marks on TV. Like, I just watched, like, the recent ROH TV show, and they cut a promo, and they're like, like, we're the baddest man on the, on the goddamn planet. Like, no. It's you guys. Shut up. It's you guys. What happened to... Yeah. Jay Briscoe cutting day one promos or fucking telling us Terry Funk didn't wear no mouth guard. Like, what happened to that one? I missed that I... Jay Briscoe. I'm going to say Bully and the Briscoes for those godforsaken, horrible six-man tag titles. Yeah, I'm going to go with them too. And next up is going to be, uh, okay, my least favorite fucking tag team, the Young Bucks versus another stable in Los Ingobernables de Japan is going to be Bushy. Bushi and Tetsuya Naito. Bushi! 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 He's Bushi! No, but Bushi and Tetsuya Naito. Uh, that's for the ROH World Tag Team Times, right? Yeah. I'm going to say Young Bucks. I'm going with uh, Bushi and uh, Tetsuya Naito because fuck the Young Bucks. <laughs> hey, I, that's fine. Up next is going to be Adam Cole going one-on-one Wait, with no, 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 no. You said it wrong. It's Adam Cole, baby! 
<laughs> another versus... chant. Another chant they can go firmly fuck itself versus. Call, baby. Versus. Hiroshi Tanahashi. Uh, I think. I think I've said like all Ring of Honor stars so far, so I'm gonna go with the new Japan star, uh, Tanahashi. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Tanahashi too, just because I think Adam Cole is on his way out of the company soon. So like, I feel like he's gonna give the rub to as many guys as possible. Next up is also, going to. Also, isn't this like a match that Adam Cole requested? Like he wanted I think so. to face Tanahashi. He's on. He's doing his indie his indie wrestling bucket list right now because he's I. Doing, it's he's fun. doing what Cody did. Yeah, he's he's basically facing everybody he wants to face before he heads off to NXT at the end of the year. Which is fine. And actually, it's smart for Ring of Honor to promote those matches if those are the matches they're doing in Ring of Honor specifically. Makes sense. And up next is going to be a three-way match for the ROH World Championship. It's going to be Christopher Daniels defending against Cody versus Jay Lethal. Mike, who you got and why? Hmm. Well, Ring of Honor business hasn't been doing too good with Daniels as the champion. Um, so I'm, I'm saying Daniels is losing. And I'm, and I'm going to say Cody, the American Nightmare, wins the title. Really? I'm going to go with the shocker on this one. I'm going to go with Cody because I think that that's, a, that's a way for Ring of Honor to be like, fuck you, WWE. We gave him the deck, our world title when you guys wouldn't. Like I'm gonna see, I'm gonna think of it like that way. And also, you're gonna see those promos where Cody just says like "fuck you, Paul Levesque," and "fuck you, Vince McMahon." Yeah, that actually makes a crazy amount of sense. But I am actually going to go with Christopher Daniels. Cody is still freelancing right now, and Jay Lethal, I think, is actually going to be going out of the company by at least the end of the year. So I'm going to say they keep it on Daniels. He signed a new contract, though. Oh, he did? Oh, then fuck it. I say Jay Lethal. Jay Lethal has been, is like, he's never going to leave NXT. Ooh, leave NXT. He's never going to leave for NXT. He, he sounded like another, like, three-year or two-year deal. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm going to go with Jay Lethal on this one just for the you, shock you, factor. You forgot about your boy, Marty Skrull. Oh, not yet we haven't because that's the top match of the card. You've noticed we've had some music <laughs> playing in the back. No, we haven't. That was the next match we were going to talk about because up next is going to be Marty Skrull, the villain, my favorite indie wrestler right now, defending his title against reborn Matt Seidel. He's not kind of a digest, though. Okay. Uh, Marty Skrull, Marty Skrull. By the way, is Marty everybody Skrull. on the fucking Ring of Honor roster reborn? I guess, I guess so. I'm going to say Marty. Marty's yeah, Mar role. Marty Skrull all the way. Chicken wing, baby. Chicken wing. We're going to see like a, like ten, at least 10 snapped fingers. 10 you snapped fingers and one chicken wing, man. This actually sounds delicious. I could go for this actually shit. I could go. Let's wrap this up so like we can go get some chicken wings. But before we do, Ben, plug our social media. All right, guys. It is finally time to bring this episode of the General Admission Wrestling Podcast to a close. Once again, thank you for hitting that download button and uh, whatever social, whatever audio platform you're listening to on. We could not do this without you guys. You guys make this possible. And don't forget, you can also support us by heading over to, D, to dpublic.com slash GAWP, or you can just we'll post, find the link on the social media page. You can go to our TeePublic page. You can go pick up a General Admission Wrestling Podcast t-shirt. You can pick up the classic pink design of the classic logo. You can go get the cartoon doodle design, and you can also get two 
NWO-themed parody shirts, one for NWO Classic and one for NWO Wolfpack. You can go get one of those shirts and show your love and hashtag it GAWP Nation, and we'll put you on the next live stream showcase. We'll put your picture up there for everyone to see. And don't forget, if you want to follow the show and get the most recent updates, you can follow us on Facebook at The General Admission Wrestling Podcast. Type it like it's spelled. And once again, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at The G-A-W-P Show. Once again, that is Twitter and Instagram at The G-A-W-P Show. Type it like it's spelled and follow us there for all the most recent updates and polls and for any, inter- and for any interview announcements. We're, we have one in the works right now. So, Mike, where can they find the podcast if they want to listen to the most recent or old episodes? You can listen to this show on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, TuneIn Radio, and Podtastic. Indeed you can, everybody. So, once again, support indie wrestling. Fuck WWE this week. Check out Progress. Check out Ring of Honor. Check out New Japan for Wrestling. And check out the General Admission Wrestling Podcast because we love talking about this shit and we love conversing with you guys. We will see you guys next We have a lot of good shit in the works, guys. We will see you next week for another amazing episode. And once again, at the top of the hour, I am Ben. I am Avenging Ben. I'm Homework Mike. And also, shout out to Keeve. Fucking guy on Twitter made Oh, yeah, we forgot to shout out Keeve. Keeve, if you're listening, Keeve on Twitter made us pictures of us as Funko Pop figures. Shout out fan of the year, man. It means... (laughs) And if you want to follow him, it's... His Twitter handle is at 619 underscore SD guy. Once again, 619 underscore SD guy. The fantastic, fantastic fan, fantastic graphic. Love you, we love you, buddy. Thank you so much for our first bit of fan art. And my roommate actually just passed me a shot of Fireball Whiskey. So we're going to end this night with a toast. A toast to Keeve. So once again, guys. Good shit, buddy. Good shit, buddy. Thank you very much. And guys, send us stuff. Send us fan art. Send us requests. Send us questions. We love talking to you guys. So once again, I am Avenging Ben. I'm Home Up Mike. And once again, this has been our DJ. DJ, love you long time. And his amazing sound effects, as always. This man works incredibly hard. A round of applause for DJ, love you long time. We couldn't do the show without him. And fun. And Mike, take us out. He's doing himself. That's He's a self-hating DJ. But Mike, take us out with the catchphrase. You say it better than anybody. Mike, don't forget. In the style of Japan, join the madness. Indeed. See you guys next time. Oh my god, that fireball whiskey goes down hard, man. Jesus Christ. I still don't get why you guys talk to me about how I can't handle my booze. I can handle my booze just fine. Let's not do this here, bitch. Let's wait till the recording's over.
I'm sending your ass to AA. I'm sending your ass back to the dairy, to the dairy aisle, motherfucker. Use your destiny. Flawless victory. Join us next week, but right now, I'm going to kill this little skinny bitch. I'll bring it on, motherfucker. Let's do this. Morning, combat. Excellent. Okay. Mundo. Max Cockler. DJ Ronta. <laughs> Mike Tarantino. <laughs> Avenging Banner. Stella. Nova. DM Punk Kid. Mortal Kombat. Oh my god. There, there's your, there's your fucking hanger.